Welcome to the Total Freedom Podcast, where you can build your total freedom lifestyle and live your life doing what you want, when you want, with whomever you want. And now, here is your host, John Racine. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Total Freedom Podcast. I am your host, John Racine, and I am extremely excited for today's guest. She is somebody who has done a lot of different things in her life and has turned it into an amazing coaching business, helping people get in touch with their inner child and just achieve amazing things. It's my pleasure to welcome Amy Barsky to the podcast. And welcome to this episode of the Total Freedom Podcast. I have a very special guest today that I am very excited about. She does some really, really cool stuff. She is... Uh, focusing on healthy habits. She's an empowerment coach. She's an amazing lady. Please welcome Amy Barsky. Amy, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you so it's much my, for having me. My, oh, my pleasure. It's so, I'm so excited <laughs> to have you on. You know, we talked uh, last week and did a little bit of background on what you want to talk about. And you've got some really exciting stuff going on. So let's start with tell us who you are and how you got to where you're at. Uh. Well, uh, like we mentioned, my name is Amy Barsky, and I focus on healthy habits and empowerment. And like, what does that mean? Well, healthy habits is about building a healthy lifestyle in all areas of our lives. You know, generally, sometimes if we're focused on one thing, something else falls to the wayside. So how do we keep the balance with all of it, making sure that we are, you know, creating the life we want and, and moving forward with fulfilling our dreams and our passions, but not losing out on our relationships or not losing out on our health, whether that's your physical body or your mental space as well. You might be focusing on your career, but then you let everything else fall to the side. So it's about feeling, feeling that out and finding a rhythm that works for you. And within that comes the empowerment part. And so often in, in our lives, we get so trapped in our limiting beliefs about, well, I'm not good enough, or I don't deserve success, or I don't deserve a healthy relationship. And those are just actually old stories that perhaps served you sometime in your childhood that got you through the situation or the environment that you were in that wasn't quite as healthy as it should have been or could have been. And you're still living in that old programming. So I help people get in there that trauma work and understand that they are valuable and they are needed in this world. And that every talent that you have, that every gift that you have needs to shine. Like that's your birthright. And so to get you to the other side of that, overwhelm, especially when it's wrapped around anxiety and overwhelm through emotions. And that's something I've been working on for myself. I had severe anxiety for many, many, many years from a very young age. I was very emotional and I didn't really know how to deal with it. And nor did my family. They'd always say, Amy, what is wrong with you? Why are you always crying? What is wrong? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm six. Like, you know, I was so young. I didn't really understand it. And looking back now, I just understand now that so I'm a sensitive person. I'm an empath. I feel a lot of energy around me. I feel other people's stuff. And sometimes I don't know if it's my own stuff or their stuff. And then really just, just defining that and knowing that being an emotional person is not a negative thing. I'm just someone who expresses it more freely. And then being told not to, I would then su suppress it. And so often in our society, in our culture, we're told not to feel sadness, not to you know, show anger or rage or any of those heightened emotions that aren't necessarily happy. And sometimes we're not even told to be happy. Like, like don't tell someone you're happy because they might not be happy and then they're going to get jealous and it causes this whole thing. Like, you're like, oh my God, how am I supposed to deal with this? So this emotional overwhelm, which causes anxiety and then can also cause depression. So really getting into that work of the past to clear it all out so you can actually live from your present self, not from your past 
stories in your head, the loop that you tell yourself, the commands is what we call them. So yeah, it's a fun journey if you're really open to it because on the other side of that journey is freedom. And you just got to be wanting to do the work. Now, I don't imagine that you came out as an adult and this was where you were at. You, there must have been, I'm imagining, something that happened or some event or something that kind of triggered it for you to be able to move into this direction. Yeah. Well, I think for me and for many people, we have almost like an epiphany. Like, like you said, what happened? And there were a couple of things for me. When my brother passed away in 2004, it was very sudden. It was January 1st. He was diagnosed with cancer. And on February 22nd, he passed. So 52 days. He was gone. And I was in so much shock of like, how is this possible? This doesn't even seem real. And I was truly, really angry. And um, yeah, it was really such a powerful experience because it woke me up to go, what kind of life am I living? Am I actually living the life I want to live? And at that time, I was in a relationship where I was engaged to a gentleman and I wasn't, I really didn't know who I was as a person. I was still trying to find that. And I was young, I was 30. And uh, I said, you know what? If I get married and I do what society says, if I follow the rules, you know, get some kind of, because I was flailing in my jobs. I was taking jobs just for money. I was just trying to get by. And, and so a lot of things were unhealthy in, 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 in all areas of my life. I wasn't eating well. I was like binging on Ben and Jerry's. Like I just wasn't healthy overall. And so when that happened, I thought, well, you know, my brother's life looked amazing. He was married. He was happy. He, had a, he loved his job. And, and so I thought to myself, okay, well, let me just do the first thing. Let, let me get married. Maybe that will, that'll be like, you know, the step in the right direction. And so I did. And then in that marriage, there was a lot of, disagreements and, and and we just couldn't get on the same page. And then I ended up taking jobs just to make money. Again, I was just, at least they were kind of better jobs, but they weren't fulfilling jobs. Like maybe they look, well, they look better on paper. I'll just say that they look better on paper because I was working in an office versus a restaurant. Again, paper society beliefs of like, Oh, if you, you know, if you're in, a, in an office and you're working nine to five and it's solid, that's a good job. You, know, you have benefits, you have 401k. That's good. And so I did that and I was still completely, I had probably had more depression and anxiety then. And then um, about five years in to this experience, I had just a meltdown on my living room floor. And I was looking at, like from a bird's eye view of my life, I had a beautiful home, overlooked the water, the mountains of Malibu. I had a beautiful car. I had clothes. I had like everything I would want, you think. And I was so the outside looked great, but my inside was just a hot mess. I was just crumbling in, internally. I was just, I couldn't, I just couldn't get myself together. And so I broke down. I cried for like hours. I just let it all go. And I stood up and I said, you know, what, Amy, you have a choice. You've got an option right here. You can either stay where you are in this feeling of unfulfilled and unhappy and just running on the hamster wheel and can't get off, or you can actually say, I'm done, like I'm done and truly be done and walk away. And so I chose the, <laughs> the latter. I packed a bag and I left and, and yeah, that was probably the hardest decision I ever made because I was leaving everything I thought was secure, but it was actually the best decision I ever made because it allowed me to step into what I truly want to be doing, which is where I'm at. That's now. an so, amazing story. And, uh, 
probably one of the most impassioned uh, reasons to move into something that I've heard. So congratulations on making that transition. What has life been like for you mm-hmm. since you've done that and this is now what you do? You know, it, well, I had to do the work. And so I knew there was internal stuff. And so I didn't, but I didn't know. I honestly, one of the biggest questions someone asked me, they said, Amy, will you, you, do you love yourself? And I was like, well, sure. I mean, why wouldn't you love yourself? But I didn't really understand the question. And it was more about, do you love everything about yourself? Because we are so prone and taught to look at all of our flaws. You don't look a certain way. You don't dress a certain way. You don't, you know, if you have wrinkles, if you have pimples, if you have cellulite, if you're not, if you don't have a six pack, if you don't, if you don't have all these things, then you're imperfect because that's what our culture was telling us. And the culture changes just like the seasons. You know, look at back in the, you know, back in the forties, you know, it was very curvaceous and that was a sexy woman where now it's like, no, you have to have muscles and six packs and, you know, no wrinkles and all this. And you're just like, oh my God. So a lot of it was, I had to go to the internal side and that was, that's what I was missing. Like the internal stuff. And again, it was accepting how emotional I was just saying, this is who I am and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with me because I'm sensitive because I feel things and I express that there's nothing wrong with that. And so working with coaches, going to seminars, uh, reading, I was a self-help junkie for like four or five years. I just dove into books and courses and programs and coaches and my coaches helped me get to where I am. And, and it has been like, it's game changer. When you work one-on-one with a coach, like I've done programs and it's great. It's all, you have to start somewhere. But the one-on-one was was the biggest game changer, I have to say, the biggest, because they're working with you directly so they can really see from that outside perspective what you can't see inside your own you, mind. You could probably give and the advice it, it, for yourself, but you couldn't give it to yourself because you are yourself, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because you can't see it. Like, I don't see it, you know? So it's about asking those powerful questions because we all have our own answers. That's the thing. But the questions have to be asked for us to discover those answers. And so with me doing all of my trauma work and really getting to where I am, feeling healthy, feeling strong, feeling empowered to then help others get through their stuff. And to be honest, the work's never done. Like, think about it. You like, say, you know, say you were on a mission to go to law school and then, and then create your own law firm, right? You take the steps, And then once you're in your business, you're still working on your business. You're still growing your business. So it's never done, but it gets easier because you have the skills, you have this, you have the education, you have the skill set, you have the knowledge. So now when I have a moment where I break down, I'm like, oh my God, I go, okay, hold on. Let me bust out my skills out of my back pocket. Which one's going to work for the situation I'm in right now? And so that's where, and if I can't, I call a coach. I have coaches that I can call on and say, Hey, I'm in a, I'm in a dark place right now. Can you, can we say a prayer? You know, we talk like a, like a, a partner call. Can you partner call me right now? And, and we can get on and get me out. And that's it because we're here for each other. That's what we forget as humans. We're meant to thrive together. Like not like we've built this independence, especially as women, we built this independent. I can do it all on my own. Yes. And take a friend's helping hand you know, receive. I think that's the biggest thing a lot of us struggle with. Just receiving a compliment. Wow, you look great today. You know, your hair looks great. And we make up an excuse. Oh, well, you know, I washed it or I got a cut or no, it just looks great. Just say thank you. 
Just Absolutely. I know for myself, I've been on a, a massive self-development journey uh, for a long period of time, and I've had some amazing discoveries about myself that I never expected. One of the biggest ones for me personally, I'm an introvert and uh, generally draw my energy. I've done the whole disc profile and the Myers-Briggs. So I draw my energy from internalizing. But one of the discoveries I found about myself that was shocking and I love is that I'm great in public and public speaking and things like that. What discovery did you find out about yourself that kind of shocked you and that you love? It's mm. a good question. I, you know, when you're starting out at something, you're, there's doubts of like, oh, I'm not going to be good at it. Or I'm not going to, trusting my, there we go. There's the answer. Trusting my intuition. Trusting that I have the knowledge and I have the, not even the knowledge from like a book or whatever, but the insight from my experience already that I've gotten through, that I can have that insight to trust that what I say has value. And that it's gonna that's gonna lead them to where they. How did you get to the point to of confidence in that? Like I know for myself, it's you know the imposter syndrome I had for so so long. I you know I spent a, a career in human resources and I knew nothing really about it when I got in. So I had this you know this this false sense of I don't know what the heck I'm doing. So how did you get to that point of confidence in yourself to know that you know? Confidence comes from believing and trusting in yourself. So usually there is a there's something that happened in your childhood where someone said you're not good enough. You're not good enough. How could you do that? You don't you don't not smart enough or whatever. So if there's a command, if there's that that thought in your mind, I'm not good enough, that is going to hold your confidence from doing what you really want to do. So once you can break that command and get through that and dissolve it, then you 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 build up yeah, that I found it, especially in myself and then as I work with people I found that there is a lot of that subconscious programming a lot of it from our childhood which wasn't necessarily malicious or evil it was to protect us and keep us safe and okay. our subconscious doesn't understand that it's not serving us now so I see that a lot do you find that a lot yes. as well yes and that is what that's what's so valuable because that story or whatever you did in childhood absolutely protected you because your ego wants to keep you safe. It's normal. We go to fight or flight. It's very normal. We're trained for that, right? Because our programming is still from the caveman days. It really truly is. And we don't realize that. And now we're in 2020 where we're not fighting a tiger for our food. We're going to Trader Joe's, you know? So it really is about that. It did serve you then. It absolutely did. And there's something now. So this is when you'll know it's time to dig or, or clear or shift or whatever, because your spirit, your soul knows the journey it's on. In my opinion, you know, you already know your journey, but your ego wants to keep you safe. And because your ego had done this thing for 30 years or however many years that kept you safe. And now all of a sudden you have this desire to quit your job and find another career or you, you're feeling unfulfilled in your relationship. doesn't mean you have to quit the relationship. It means you have to work on something in yourself so that you guys can reconnect. But it's about doing that work. So when there's something inside of your heart that says, hmm, something's not right, that is, in my opinion, the absolute calling to do the work. 
when you're feeling stuck on a hamster wheel and you can't move forward and you're like, why do I keep attracting the same relationships that are unsuccessful? Why do I keep having the same job with a, a crappy boss who won't give me a raise and I can't move forward in my career? Who's the common denominator? <laughs> you are. <laughs> yep. Right? So figuring that out and going, oh, crap. Okay, cool. Great. What is that? Let's go see what that is. Because there's no guarantee. Like, say I work with someone one-on-one. There's no guarantee because you got to do the work. And as the more you work you put in, the further along you'll get. So it's not me answering your questions and, and doing the work for you. It's you doing the work and wanting to be so curious and wanting the freedom. I want the freedom from this story. You know, I can relate on so many levels to what you just said, because in my podcast episode, I don't know if it was zero or one, I talked about me and my background. I didn't like, and then struggling and having all of these different things happening and, you know, evil bosses and all of that. But the common denominator was me. So I had to get to the point where I accepted responsibility for that. And that's really hard for most people to do. How do you get people to recognize and accept the responsibility when you identify it? Hi, I just wanted to take a quick minute to thank you for listening to the Total Freedom Podcast. We spend a lot of time on this show talking about resiliency, overcoming challenges, and achieving greatness in your life. And I wanted to invite you to discover the Resolve System, my own unique take on how to overcome virtually any challenge in your life. I've outlined the seven steps of the Resolve Formula that will take you through just about any challenge you could have in life or business. So head over to TotalFreedomPodcast.com forward slash resolve and check out the video. Thanks so much. I think simply accepting is the biggest gift you can give yourself. Accepting that you did what you did to get where you are today. And that is huge, right? That is already big steps that you've already made for yourself. And accepting what is, that you cannot change people or places or things or experiences. It is what it is. So once you accept things for what they are and take responsibility for your part in that, saying, you know what? I didn't show up the best in that relationship or I didn't do the best in that job. Okay. I'm not going to beat myself up and judge myself over it. I'm going to accept that. And now I get to choose differently. So it's almost like it's, it's a phrase that one of my coaches use. He's like, I did X, Y, Z until now. Now I choose differently. I think the language pattern is incredibly important. So I'm glad that your coach did that because I am constantly helping people whether they want my help or not with their words, you know, when I do this or if I do that, like, no, 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 no. Let's frame it as you've done it. You're in the process and things like that. So I think the language patterns, because the verbal is, is seeped into the subconscious, which is controlling everything. Yes. A thousand percent. Awesome. Yeah. So what's been the most exciting part of what you've been doing? Ah, uh, you know, the most exciting part is, is seeing transformations right before your eyes. I just, it, it just lights me to freak up. Like I just get like, I get off a call sometimes and I go and do a dance in my, in my living room. Like, oh my God, this is so exciting because you get so excited for the, these beautiful humans that are recognizing their own potential. And all you did was pretty much like hold this space and, and create a container for them to actually explore in a safe, sacred space that they can say, wow, I can let all, I can take all my masks off. I can just accept everything as I am and then move from there 
And that comes to confidence. That comes to success. That awesome. Comes to Could progress. you maybe tell us about somebody that you've worked with? Keep names confidential, but maybe somebody who was struggling, what you worked through and what the outcome was. So actually, I just finished with a client last week and she went through a three month process. And generally, I do three months because I think it's a good time frame where you give yourself a time to complete the, the, the program and then you're on your own. And if we need to come back, we can come back. And I call that, you know, like, like a maintenance package, but getting those 90 days in and really plugging into those 90 days. And she basically came to me with so much emotional baggage around her marriage and, and how she was ready to walk away and get divorced. Like that was it. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I'm not being treated the way I want to be treated. Uh, you know, he talks to me in this language that doesn't, you know, really rude. And, 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 and it was really causing a lot of anxiety because he wasn't supporting what she really wanted to do in her life. And cause she was making a career change. And so the biggest thing for me, her transformation was her recognizing her power of choice. She was handing her power over to money. She was handing her power over to this relationship. She wasn't actually owning who she was and how much value she brought to this relationship and to herself and to this world, like her gifts. And so when she started recognizing that as we started digging into some of the trauma work and, and working through the commands and triggers, she, was, she had a conversation with her partner and she actually, from a heart felt authentic place, like spoke her truth, like what she really wanted. And he was like, who are he? He couldn't even believe like just how she stood so solid for herself, but from a very grounded and mature way, you know, not from a, like a, a you know, a child who's like having a tantrum or things like that. And it was a game changer for her. She, she texts me that day and she's like, Oh my God, I just had a conversation with him and I can't believe it. I felt so good. He listened to me. He actually heard me and we're going to work through this. We're going to do this and that. So they're on the men's and that was just unbelievable because she was, I, we were talking about finding her a roommate and just getting a you know temporary living situation, like all kinds of stuff. And then just like that, because she took her power back and she owned her, took responsibility. She spoke what she needed to say from a heart, heartfelt place. And just, yeah, I was, yeah. That is absolutely Unreal. amazing. That's a, a great example. I hear you saying some things, your word patterns and such that lead me to believe that there might be some parts of what you do that involve maybe spirituality, consciousness, meditation, Reiki, things of that nature. Am I on target there or no? Yes. Very much so. I do teach meditation and breath work. That's one thing is modality. I, I offer it within my sessions if my clients feel that that's what they want to do. Uh, often we do. And I also recommend, you know, uh, bre uh, breath work or meditation every single day. You know, when we, when we start to work together, I ask them, you know, have they done this before? Ask them where they're at. So we, I always want to meet everyone where they are. You know, it's not... And, and if they're willing to be curious and try. And a lot of times just sitting with yourself for five minutes in the morning in silence and just listening and just breathing and focusing on conscious breath, you get so much clarity, so much insight. So I do do meditation and uh, breath work. Breath work is different. Breath work is actually breathing on purpose and it has a rhythm to it. And there's, yeah. So there's different things that I get to offer. And I think that's a really cool thing to offer to clients with one-on-one -on -one, because usually you just get a coach that just does the coaching stuff. So getting a little bit of that in there is, is amazing. And it is, it's all the subconscious stuff. It's all coming from 
you know, the back of the mind of you're not you're not in your limbic mode, which is absolutely the, the forefront. You're the first person I've ever talked to that really focuses heavily on breathing. I've talked to and interviewed some people where breathing is important, but maybe not a core component like it is for you. So if there's somebody listening right now that says, okay, that's all that woo-woo stuff. And, and I'm saying that because for years I was that, oh, that's woo-woo crap. I don't want anything to do with it. But once I discovered it, got into it, and I've seen my life change because of it. How do you speak to the old John? Well, this is what I feel. You, breath is the bridge to life. If you don't have breath, you have death. Knowing that your breath can clear your mind, can create energy that creates focus and clarity to actually achieve what you want. So speaking in layman's terms versus like woo-woo esoteric stuff, it's really that simple. And just allowing yourself to be curious, like, like kids are curious. They are so curious. They run on the playground and they touch everything and they feel everything and they, they, they look at everything, they observe everything. Just go there. Go to that inner child and have fun with it. Come from a place of curiosity and fun versus like what you think it is already or, you know, like go to that, that inner child of just be curious and play. I love that you the say that because most of the people I ask that question or a similar question usually go the analytical route to try to appeal to the, to the, uh, the logical brain. But you took it back to the child mm. brain, which I think is absolutely genius. I love that. I mean, we're all kids. We just happen to live in these grown up <laughs> bodies. I mean, how many times when you like sat on a swing as an adult and you swung for a little bit, you got off and you're like, that was really cool. Or, you know, maybe you, I don't have children, but you know, maybe your kids have a pajama party and all the kids are running around their pajamas and you feel that energy and you kind of get this little light giggle like inside of you. Like, Oh my gosh, I remember when I did that. Well, go do that. Go put on your pajamas and dance around. Like, you know, like be a kid. We're all kids and we get stuck in this way of like, we have to be so grown up and now we're in this robotic world and we're so structured. Yes. And the kid's still there. I really so am resonate so much with that because I do consider myself a big kid. I love anything and everything Disney. I live three hours from Disney World. I have an annual pass. I go when they're open all the time and I get in touch with that inner child so I can relate on just so many levels because it's just so much fun. It really is. And, you know, I, I found, I'm really lucky. I found a community out here, uh, a couple, they run a, uh, it's called Xanadu and it's a company and they really focus on bringing adults together, but creating these fun uh, experiences that can create a playful atmosphere. And within that, there's also like other, like we do yoga and we do meditation, but we, we wear like, they're literally like wear a onesie, like come in your onesie and there Amazon has amazing <laughs> adult onesies. Let me tell you. So I have a unicorn onesie that I wear whenever we have our events. And it's so much fun because you just get to be free and just explore. And you know, you're in a very safe space because everyone there is partaking in the experience. So it's, it's not like I'm wearing my onesie to you know, Costco and people are like, what? So you're not happening? the only one in a onesie then. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, so it's really about, I think that inner child needs, needs to have some say in your life. And when we, you know, adults have tantrums, you know, a two-year-old has its, ta they have their tantrum. I want the toy. No, you can't have the toy. I want the toy. No. And then they cry and then they get through it and then it, 
the next thing they go, oh, squirrel. And they're off to the next thing, right? Because they let the cycle come through, right? They, they've cycled out the emotions and they've gone to the next thing. And so as adults, we have our tantrums. And that is actually a little inner child asking, can you hear me? Can you see me? Can you, can, can you let me out for a second? I need to be expressed. I, and just be okay with that. I yeah, just and I love that. And I think in a lot of cases, it probably healed some of those childhood wounds that, that are not the, the physical ones. It's those emotional, the subconscious ones. Yeah. Yes. Well, think about the things you wanted as a kid. There's, they call it the four A's. Approval, appreciation, um, attention, and affection. So as a kid, you look for approval from your teachers, from your parents, maybe from your coaches or what, you know what I mean? Like basketball, baseball, we want to be, I want to, Oh, you're so good, Johnny. You're so good, Amy, you know, whatever. And if you didn't get it, now you're seeking approval in your adult life and you're seeking it from your bosses or whoever, same thing, affectionate attention. You want it in your adult life because you want it in your child life. Now you might not have gotten it in your, when you were a kid. And so you really crave it now. The same thing you crave as a child, you crave now. But now you get to give it to yourself. You get to give it to your inner child. You can give your inner child all the things that he or she did not get as, an, as a child. You can totally give that to him or her and let them know that you're safe. It's okay. I got you. Awesome. You yeah, know? I've never thought of that. But I, I think that wraps it up in a nice bow uh, because I think there's so much power in what you just said. I absolutely love that. Awesome. So what else is going on in Amy's world? Uh, I have an online course being launched in a few weeks. And in that online course, there are workouts, meditations, and mindset reset work. So there's 12 lessons of mindset work. There's um, five meditations and there's 18 videos to watch. And then there's, yeah, so it's packed and there's nutrition and recipes. So it's, it's again, it's the healthy habits. It's an all in one place. And so that's exciting. And then um, for the rest of this month, I'm offering one-on-one coaching program for like 70% off because I know that so many people right now are in a space of feeling anxious and feeling overwhelmed, but also feeling the stress of finances because maybe their, you know, their hours have been cut or, you know, everything in the financial world is definitely up in air right now, which is interesting because it gives you the time to work on yourself and do this work. But yet there is that like, ah, yep. you know, so I, you know, with, with like, you know, a massive discount, that's what I'm offering because I want to be of service. I am of service. And that's the most important part is that we're there for each other and that the services are available. So knowing that the services are available, all you have to do is DM me or connect with me or contact me or that's email awesome. me I or know whatever. for myself with my HR background earlier in the month, we're recording this now at the end of we're in May, right? Yeah, May, the end of May. Well, earlier in May, I was hopping on and recording videos and putting them on to LinkedIn um, and giving strategies. You know, if you've been laid off, if you've been furloughed, you know, what to put yeah. on your resume, you know, what to do during this time, because I think this is an amazing time to focus on yourself, whether it's uh, health, career, relationship, whatever it might be. I think now is that time you've got, or many people anyway, have an abundance of time because of shelter in place and things like that. So I think that's such sage advice to be able to do that during this time. Awesome. Yeah, good. Well, I hope people are reaching out and Absolutely. getting taken so, care of Amy, themselves. how can people reach out and connect with you? We'll put all this info in the show notes, but what's the best place for people to reach out? You know, uh, LinkedIn is a great place. I'm also on social media, so Instagram or Facebook. So any of those places. Or you can go directly to my website at fullfitmindbody.com. Awesome. We'll put all that yeah. in. 
<laughs> we'll put all that in the show notes for everybody. Now, Amy, is there a question that maybe I didn't think to ask you or should have asked you that maybe you could ask and answer now? What's my I love food? it because I'm a foodie. What's your favorite food? Okay. Well, there's two. Uh, ben and Jerry's, if I want that like sweet, you know, chocolatey ice cream thing or pancakes. I love pancakes or bre- like like panc- eggs and pancakes like that breakfast party. Uh, see, now love I it. have a celiac diagnosis, yeah. <laughs> so I have to do gluten free pancakes, but I, I'm with you on the pancakes. I love them. And then I remember, OK, now I'm a foodie. About 10 or 15 years ago, there was an article in the newspaper back when newspapers were still really popular. And it was an interview with Ben and Jerry. <laughs> that said, you know, how do you make your ice cream? What do you recommend the home cook make? So they recommended a make at home ice cream maker. And they said it was the best home ice cream maker. So I went and bought it and started making ice cream. And I did most of my recipes from their cookbook. So I'm with you. I love Ben and Jerry's ice cream. It's great. That's amazing. Yeah, I do do gluten-free pancakes as well. I don't have a huge um, allergy to gluten, but I know that it's not the best. I've been trying to and you know, it's like with so many options today, we have we still can eat what we want and not yeah, absolutely be with my celiac know? diagnosis. All the wheat and gluten went away, but I for myself since just before the stay in place orders, I started doing keto. So we're doing the gluten free and doing a lot of the nut flours and things like that. So I found so many amazing recipes. So I've had the pancakes, the blueberry pancakes and, and all that stuff. And uh, I'm down what 32 pounds as of this morning. So it's, it's good stuff. Good for you. And how you feel without the, I love it. I feel so good. Now I will occasionally splurge on gluten, um, it's not that it kills me. It just gives me a real indigestion, upset stomach kind of thing. So I haven't done it in months, but I will occasionally. One of my Rhode Island, where I grew up in Rhode Island, one of my uh, local restaurants here in South Florida has a Rhode Island dish. It's a specialized hot dog. So I will eat the hot dog bun. Um, and then come Thanksgiving, there's usually got to be some uh, some stuffing. So, <laughs> but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, everything in Absolutely. moderation, you know? Because it kills me when I do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Amy, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank My you pleasure. And thank pleasure. you, everybody, to listening to this episode of the Total Freedom Podcast. We'll catch you on another one. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Total Freedom Podcast. You can get the show notes for this episode at totalfreedompodcast.com forward slash episode 12. Thank you so much, and we'll catch you on another episode of the Total Freedom Podcast. Hi, I just wanted to thank you for listening to this episode of the Total Freedom Podcast. We want to continue to bring amazing content to help you overcome the challenges in your life, become more resilient, achieve the life of your dreams. So we're going to ask you to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever podcast platform you listen to. That helps us to get ranked higher in the podcast chart so that we can share this message with more people. So again, subscribe, rate, and review, whether it's good, bad, whatever feedback, we'll use that to help make this podcast better so thanks so much thanks for listening to total freedom with john racine at www.totalfreedompodcast.com